Hey, you listening to OU's radio. Job bless. Cash, 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 cash. Bust the bus. <laughs> so what exactly are you doing? What All right, are you doing? so, yeah, we just have a segment that we do with Casey and uh, Debbie. So it's just, you know, millennials are really, uh, we're finally getting our time to shine. I guess I played a bad guy. I swear I told you last time. You knew I wasn't good for you, but you swore you hit the jackpot. And you uh, you're you're getting the time. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, our generation is, like, it's, I mean, a lot of people think our generation Not is your old. generation, you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay, so, yeah, we go on there, and we just, like, we talk about what millennia, what's hot right now. we? So, um, we had a listener who was on the show, actually, on the morning show. and uh, 97 one Yeah, Kylie. And so, I was doing the morning show one day, and I had said something, like, basic, you know? Like, I was like, oh, it's... Kim Kardashian is so basic or something like that. I, it was an actress yeah. like that. And they're like, what is that? Is that a Wayneism? Are you making up your own words right now? <laughs> this is all live on the radio. They're oh, saying, wow. and I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, you've, you've really never heard basic before. So you had to educate Frankie and Jess on oh, basic. Yeah. They didn't know nothing about they it. They didn't know what it was, man. Really? And so I was sitting here trying to say that there's, you know, a whole way of talking and stuff. And they didn't believe me. So we had uh, Kylie in studio who was kind of doing this job shadow. Uh, she was a listener. And I was like, ask her. She's in her 20s. Let's bring her over here. And so they brought her over. And she pretty much solidified everything that I had said wow. she's like yeah he's telling the truth and then people had texted in they're like yeah that's the truth and it became uh, a segment from it's that actually point. like it's really good numbers it's yeah. bizarre yeah, yeah she's basic kylie now on instagram yeah is that's that what, what she goes by yeah basic kylie and yet it's blown up it has literally blown up it's doing fantastic for the show and it, one of the producers from channel two actually hit me up and was like we want to bring this to tv so it's crazy. It was it spun off a of radio, and now it's a, a weekly segment thing that we do on Channel when Two. When is it? So uh, Monday, just Monday. Monday at one p.m. We do. We actually go in on Friday and uh, take care of everything and do the the show production and all that stuff. But yeah, it will air on Monday. So yeah, so it's a, it's a cool thing. So take me through this process, sir. When you show up to Channel 2 in downtown Salt Lake City, are you <laughs> nervous? Across the street from my studio. Oh, that's by right. The way. Yeah, it is. And uh, the building's owned by your owner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a beautiful, gorgeous building, by the way. Yeah, it is. Um, no, you know what? I think a lot of the nerves, um, I, I, I kind of relate it to just doing radio, you know, with the camera in front of me. And that's kind of what it is. So I'm not really too nervous. And Casey makes it so easy. Like, Casey and and Debbie, they're fun. Like, they're really fun. And it's almost like when I'm with Frankie and Jess, in a way. So, yeah, it's not too nerve-wracking. Are you wearing makeup yet? No. Why not? Thank goodness. You should be. Um, I think it depends on the lighting that they have in a lot of the segments. Explain this. 
explain the TV, makeup. TV makeup, it's important. Yeah, yeah. TV you makeup do have to is put powder important. On. I, I, yeah, you should be putting some powder on, especially with your with your complexion. Oh yes. yeah, dude. I Definitely. mean, I have before, not for Channel Two, but I have in other you know things that have involved cameras and stuff. In, in your personal time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I want to have my face light skin, so I fit in a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. We know uh, what you're yeah. doing. We know what you're doing. <laughs> like, hey, look at me. <laughs> He's wearing Dockers. I know like, what you're doing. I'm <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, yo. Last time I was on TV with Casey, he shot me with a T-shirt gun. Oh, Hank- no. oh, was that when you guys were on the ice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, and he has a background in radio, too, so yeah, he, he gets does. it, man. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you know, he's yeah. a fun guy. They're yeah, really you need fun. to get him on. I've been trying to get a hold of him. He doesn't respond to my text. Oh, he wants to come do, on. bro? He's, I haven't done anything, man. <laughs> he's one of the few guests that has actually uh, no-showed us before. He's elusive. No way. It's elusive. Sasha, what did you say to him, man? I haven't I said even, anything except he's a USU <laughs> graduate. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, oh, see, that they're bad with time. Right. Yeah, they're that's bad right. With time. What's up, Casey? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, I'll talk to him now. Let's yeah. See if he wants to come on. I felt bad. I didn't even get the. Uh, I missed the show when you guys had so other TV. Is Channel Two on. paying you? Um, that's something that we're gonna have to discuss. <laughs> yeah, and who owns the copyright to this show now? Are you Ooh. saving all the footage? You know, dude, this is so fresh and so you new. You better talk to them. Do you know what to do with your hands on TV? Like, have you figured that out yet? Or? Yeah. Um, He's a trained actor. Remember that. Yeah, a lot of the stuff we do, we're sitting down yeah. for. So, um, and it's really just a loose, pretty fun thing like what we're doing right now. Yeah. So, it's not as serious. So, they don't really stress do you, do you think but about your outfits when you're on? Like, is this going to look good? Do you like? Well, yes, that that is important actually, and that's something that they've talked to us about too. They're like the colors that you wear, the things you. They want you to wear solids. You We're know? all green, so I mean, I could. <laughs> You'll go invisible, yeah. or, or you could pull a Sasha screen. and wear a beanie and a black jacket. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's one thing though, man, because. Um, you don't really think about that in radio as much. You could wear pajamas and stuff, as yeah. you know. But um, with television, yeah, you really do have to. That's a, and it's an additional layer, man, of uh, stress on top of things. What you wear and how you, you act. You need to get a you sponsorship. Out? You eating good? You need to get, you know, you need to get geared out. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I need to get back. Dude, that's one thing that's important. I'm like, I need to hit the gym more. I yeah, really man. do. And I'm finding myself so freaking burnt out and tired. By the end of every day, and it's like catching up with me, and I'm like, maybe because you're not exercising. Yeah, well, man, come hit the, the bag with me anytime you want. Come hit the bag with me. I really need to, man. Yeah. And I'm, these freaking energy drinks aren't doing too good. They'll too. kill Plus, you, man. They are, man. And the freaking medis- medications, dude. Like, I don't know. I feel freaking drained a lot of the time. So, I need to get back to that, dude. I need to get myself. So you're going. not appreciating your 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 Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know why people always say that to me in this building, like freaking Whitney too. She's just like, "You're Hollywood, yeah." And I'm not. I don't act to people, so I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Whoa, wow! <laughs> oh, wow! The two looks that these two had. This is my brother, man. <laughs> I'm only. I'm just jealous of you, man. I, I'm so happy that you got it. When I found out about it, I was ecstatic. I started telling people, "I'm like Wayne's on Channel 2. They're like, "Who the fuck is Wayne?" <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not Hollywood, bro. <laughs> no, dude, yeah, they, yeah. thanks. I saw uh, you, you You really are a supporter, man. Yeah, I saw man. on Instagram, too, yeah, that yeah. you put that. I, was I put like, the emojis. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's my dude right there. Um, no, nah, man, I, I couldn't be happier for you, man. Like, I, it's, it's, that's something I, I want to branch into, and, like, you're doing it, man. You're really thanks, doing it. man. Yeah, it's, you know, television's something, too, that, you know, I, 
I kind of debated before, too. I'm like, should I move into television more since I had already done radio? Or should I stay in this? And it's funny that it just kind of came full circle and kind of radio ended up pulling me into this this area where I could do some television stuff, too. So, yeah. which is freaking awesome. It's amazing. So, it's exciting. Well, you have to remember now that it's there's no... This, see, you live in this world where you think that there's a branch between radio and television. There's not a branch. It's the same genre. They're all... All these people that run iHeart and Broadway and ABC and NBC and CBS, they all go to the same parties together. So they all it's know true. the same talent. Yeah, that's very true, I mean, dude. Ryan Seacrest has a show on iHeart Radio, but yeah. he's also TV. in Hollywood, too. Yep. And it's because they all, once they find a moneymaker, everyone's going to use you. It's very true. And it's, you know, the segueing between the two is so easy to do, too. Like, you've seen a lot of these anchors, like Randall Car Carlisle, yep. a radio guy that moved into television. And same with, like, uh, Amy Nay, who's on KUTV. She started in radio, too, and has moved big to television. Buddha. Yeah, Big yes. Buddha. Right? Casey, Casey Scott. Scott. Yeah. Casey Scott, yeah. So it really is a family in a way. Yeah, and they all do know each other. It's very true. They do. So it's interesting, dude. It's really interesting. How do you stay? Because one of the great things about you, Wayne, is you're a nice guy. and But Thanks, you dude. also, unlike me, don't have temper tantrums. <laughs> <laughs> like, you bask in being quiet and not so much demanding stuff as we're with me. It's like, no, we ain't doing this. <laughs> and I'm not giving you my talent without you paying me. Mm. And see, you, on the other hand, are like, yeah, I'll work with you. What do you want? I yeah. love how he calls you the diva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a man in the mirror moment right there. <laughs> you know what, dude? Wow. <laughs> I'm blown. <laughs> Honestly, feel like dude. There is no spoon. <laughs> he oh, wants to eat that humble pie right now. Huh? Just like, that's just my white privilege. Sorry, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you do not understand how lucky you are. <laughs> because here's the thing: we got fifty percent of whiteness, and we don't got any privilege. So. Yeah, none of the privilege. <laughs> There's no privilege. All of the strength, none of the credit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, no, I, I really believe that, you know, how you carry yourself is a big part of, you know, how things work out for you, too, you know, and how you treat other people. And I learned at a, a really young age, dude, how important that is. Though. Yeah. It's very important, dude, to treat people with respect. Um, just be nice. Like, yeah. Just be, just be someone that you can hang out with for a while and it's not hard. Like, that's what I yeah. do. I just, just try to have fun. Dude, it's harder yeah. to, I feel like it's harder to treat people disrespectfully or treat them with disrespect and, and be rude to them than it is to be kind to somebody. Dude, I'm nice to people I don't like because yeah. it's easier. It's just easier to be nice. Yeah, it's dude, always better. Like things honestly work out a lot better for you. Now, some people look at it and like, oh, you're going to get stepped on and taken advantage of too. But altogether, I, I still feel like being kind to people is still the better route to take. I, I, I don't really think so. But at the same same uh, route, I do understand what Sasha's saying. I mean, there are times you do have to stand up for yourself, and yeah, that's true. Or else you get you 
you get walked over. But and they don't mind doing it too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's, it's, it's a real struggle. Like it's, it's a line. It's a you got to find that middle ground. Yeah, yeah you really yeah. do. Because like with Sasha, you're so firm and hard that I really respect your opinion. Like if you tell me something sucks, it sucks. Like I believe yeah. that. You know, like it's and he tells me stuff sucks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Since yeah. I met him. He seriously keeps it real. He does he keeps I'll, it. I'll ask him, I'll be like, dude, uh, what do I need to change? You, you've heard the morning show, right? Is it, what is your opinion? What do you think, you know? And that is something that I do respect, you know, hearing that. So you will keep it real. So that's nice, dude. It's it's refreshing. Thank you, Sasha. Yeah, I'm patting myself on the shoulder right now. As these guys just move right on up, Mike. I'll be looking back. Yeah, man, I made a lot of people in this town. How come you never got made? Who the fuck knows? Oh, yeah, that is what he's, he's like, gosh, I'm seeing these people flying left and right above me. What is going on? That sounds like a personal question, bro. No, it is an important question to ask. But I've turned down giant opportunity. Yeah. I got offered to be a reporter in this town, and I turned it down, which in hindsight probably a, was a really dumb idea. But, mm. you know, I, I'm older. I uh, I didn't start in this business when I was 20, so it was a major learning experience for me, and I think I'm right where I need to be, just a happy, sweet boy. <laughs> <laughs> So before, so Wayne, I've been trying. <laughs> so, so Wayne, I've been, so the point of today is we're here to talk about Flume. I've been trying to talk about this artist for, for the past, such a like, long time. what, eight weeks, but no, you had to go, he's such a diva. He, where did you go? You, <laughs> went to, you went to Disneyland. You've gone to like, you uh, flew out to the iHeartRadio Festival. Like dude, you haven't been here, man. Seriously, it's been, it's really blown up real fast, yeah. dude. Um, Ever since he joined Oil Ute Radio. I, seriously, yeah, right. I, I'm starting to think. Mm-hmm. It yeah. had to do with, with you guys. It really did, you know. I, I, I want my 20%. <laughs> <laughs> he already took it from me. <laughs> <laughs> Privilege. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I know who to go for uh, to be my manager right here, Mr. Sasha. One of my favorite things to do with you, Wayne, is like you and I, is, as a privilege and both as a part of our jobs, we get to hang out with lots of different artists. Yeah. Like uh, we were able to hang out with, uh, you got to hang out with Nick Jonas. I didn't get to hang out with him. Oh, but Nick we, Jonas. Cool, we got dude. to meet, yeah, Demi Lovato and Mike Posner, like that. Like, it's fantastic. Like, we get to meet all these celebrities. It's really cool. One celebrity we both interviewed was Flume. That's right. When he was in town. Yeah. So how did that go, dude? How was uh, it? Uh, he, I don't know. He said. <laughs> what? In the middle of. <laughs> I don't know. Of if, your interview, he I gotta said be honest, something? In the, middle of, in the middle of my interview, my phone went off. Oh, no. <laughs> and no. I, I swear that I had turned it off. I swear that I had. And it was like a new phone. It was like the iPhone. I don't really know yeah. how to, you know how like you think it's off, but it's not. Uh, yeah. Yep. In the middle of the interview, and you might be able to hear it. We'll play it at the end of the show. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my phone went off. No. That was like the worst thing. So I just had to wait. I just had to wait. Also, <laughs> oh, you you didn't have it in like like near you. It wasn't near. It was just and like and we're filming like oh, so man. like we we shot this uh, interview on video but no one will see it oh, <laughs> it will so never like, see it's never gonna make the light of <laughs> wow really yeah, yeah. damn yeah. dude well i mean i bet he hit pretty well though with uh, it though he it was we had a really good conversation like some of the questions i asked him he was like he really took the time he was really thoughtful he was a really cool guy what what was your experience like with i i had a good time with him you know what um and i really liked uh, what, what emma ended up doing too because she was there with us too and 
when you can see that some of these artists are going to be fun, like she did rock, paper, scissors with him. And I would have never, ever thought to do that yeah. with an artist, you know? Yeah. Um, but it kind of loosened things up, I noticed, too. Like it showed the playful side of, of him. And I knew he, like they had told us he was really, really tired, dude. Mm-hmm. Like He was worn out. He had just flown, you know, all over and going on like little sleep. So the fact that he was able to sit there and, and actually talk to us was cool. But no, I felt like I felt like he was a, an awesome dude, man. Do you like, get felt, nervous before interviewing uh, the big people? Sometimes I really do. I remember. I don't know if I talked to Sasha when I interviewed Selena Gomez, dude. That was very nerve wracking at first because she's huge. She's huge. She is ginormous, and dude. She's hot. Yeah, <laughs> and she's part of Taylor Swift's squad, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of power there. Um, but initially meeting her, I was kind of nervous, and I, I stuck my hand out, you know, to shake her hand, and she's like, nah, give me a hug and stuff, and I think that kind of changed yeah. things a little bit, and then I was able to see, oh, okay, she's she's just like any other girl in her 20s, she you know? Some. She's <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I, I feel like... If you look at these people like they're people that that tends to help, you know, like they're like, oh, they're just like you and I, you know. What what do you do when the uh, the handler tells you not to ask about a certain thing? Oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah. We did have an interesting thing because we had to submit questions and stuff before ahead of time with Flume. Some artists do that, some don't. But um, their their manager was kind of like, because yeah, I had a stupid thing. I was trying to be relatable, I guess, yeah. and I was just like. What are your thoughts on Iggy Azalea since she's Australian? Or, you know, would you do a song with her? And that was just one thing. They're like, no, we're not going to Because Hollywood doesn't like her, right? Right now. Yeah, yeah. she's kind of on the outs. Right what did now. she do? Nothing. No one just likes her. No yeah, it's, her. it kind of sucks th- how friend. that happens, you know? Yeah. Um, Because I feel like there's she's some a talent She's a female there. rapper, right? That- she got a lot of crap for that, too. Um. Well, it's also because she puts on a persona, like, she's an Australian girl, but then she'll, like, talk like, I can't do her voice. It's not authentic is what a lot of people are saying. There's no authenticity. Like, she doesn't rap in Australian. She raps like she's, like... American. American. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some backlash behind that, too. They're like, you're not being who you really are, and the whole thing with Nick Young, and this and this and this, so... No one is in the limelight. Michael Jackson was never who he was. He was a pedophile. <laughs> well, he see, had to hide all that hey, stuff. He but was letting people know with the white glove what's going down. <laughs> that's, how, that's how entertainment works. It's a beautiful lie, and you have to you know, sell people on that. Like That's the whole point of it. Like It's being something that you're not, being larger than life, or whether that's just being a completely different person or you know, putting on a persona for on air. Like We have yeah, Exactly. Personas. We talked about this, yeah. too, dude. Uh, just off air and stuff. Yeah. We've talked about it. Like, you don't really get to be you in a way like it's funny you know and this is something i mean you probably got it too dude where people are like oh i didn't know you were black uh, you don't sound black <laughs> like i'm constantly telling people that no he's a black dude he really is blah 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 <laughs> like that's what people have said to me and i'm just like you guys don't fully understand it you there's a certain way you're there's demographics you're trying to reach there's uh, there's just a whole lot of stuff that goes into it and so in a way it is kind of acting on air you know yeah, it totally is. So, um, yeah, like you're saying, dude, it's there's a lot. Of, unless you're doing a talk show where it's about being real, I feel like a lot of it behind that there is a whole persona that has to come come about. Yeah, yeah. I always look at it like this: you have to be yourself, but on purpose. You huh. Know, that's how I look at it. I got that from The Color of Money. It's one of my favorite movies. Huh. Yeah. 
that's kind of a deep thing right there, dude. Yeah, man. You got to be yourself, but on purpose. Like, you have, like, you're, you have, you know, your talking points, you know, the stuff you want to promote, you know. Camp Out for Hunger coming out soon. <laughs> so you're parking in Pine. Yeah. You're gonna park your behinds in Pioneer Park and camp out. Do it if you make God, it I out alive. Sit on a needle. <laughs> Don't you wish that evil on me, Sasha? If you make it out alive, dude. Oh man. Oh wow. That's that's sketch. So we're gonna get on out of here. Yep. And on this second half of this podcast, we're doing your interview, Johnny, with Flume. Yes, sir. And then after your interview, we're going to have Wayne's interview with Flume, right? Yeah. And then we can do a little bit of compare and contrast. You know, <laughs> if you guys could, uh, let's play let a game, know. everybody. Yeah, yeah, let, They're like, which light-skinned brother can <laughs> yeah, do Yeah, which, which light-skinned brother deserves to be on TV? <laughs> which one doesn't? <laughs> which one's becoming fat and which one isn't? <laughs> Which one talks about Iggy Azalea? Oh, my goodness. Hey, he probably likes Iggy Azalea. He probably does. He probably Probably has a huge broner for that. (laughs) So, you guys, yeah, let us know what you think. Hi, this is Randall Carlisle from ABC4 Utah. I'm the anchor on Saturdays and Sundays, and you're listening to All Ute Radio. I'm Johnny Promo here. I'm here with Mix 105.1. I'm here with Flume. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm pretty good. So you were just in Chicago at Lollapalooza in front of 70,000 people. What what was that like? That was a big one. That's probably the biggest show I've actually ever done. Uh, it was cool. We had we had Vic Menza come out. Vince Staples also came out. That was a uh, yeah, it was it was wild. What what was going through your head when you were walking up this stage? You, you know, you hear the people and like you feel the energy. Like like, what's going through your mind? <laughs> you know, that one I tried to not think too much. That was the whole thing because it was such a big show. I was trying to like, all right, don't think about it. It's just another show. It's just another show. It's all good. It's all good. And then I kind of got to side of stage and looked out, and I'm like, it's not another show. This is way bigger than any other show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But, um, you know, once they got out there, it was it was really cool. Um, you know, it was, it was a pity that it was in the daytime because I feel like my show really pops at night. We've spent a lot of time on the lighting and stuff. But just the sheer volume of people was uh, it was kind of mind-boggling to play in front of. How, how much influence do you have on, the, like, the lighting and all that, like, the design, the visual aspects of the show? A hundred percent. Oh, wow. Yeah, I pay for it also. Oh. <laughs> I make it the way I want. That's fantastic. So your album skin, it hit number one in Australia, and that's that's your second number one hit in Australia. Can you tell me what that's like, like like when? Because I, I could imagine one can imagine like what maybe the number one hit would be, but having it twice in a row, like like what kind of feelings did you have? Like was was it maybe confirmation or was it you know like the standard? Like what was going through your mind? I think that it's really nice to be. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's nice that when big establishments you know, want to, you know, it, it, yeah, it is like a confirmation. I think that the first time it happened, it was a real surprise. None of us had expected that. It was really an organic thing. We hadn't spent a lot of money on marketing. I'm still not with any major labels. It's all independently done. Um, I think the second time was a sigh of relief because, you know, the second record, sometimes it can be tough. You know, it's a tough one and it can be tough to crack. So it was really nice when it, when it hit number one. But, you know, really right now, like, Australia seems so small, really. I, I'm kind of ready to, you know, we're in the States now, and I really want to 
see how far we can push it here because the States is so much bigger. Yeah, you, you want to take over the world. I want to take over the world. <laughs> Australia, it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked on that. But, you know. so, so tell me, what was tough about the second album? I think it's just tough uh, for a lot of artists. Uh, second album syndrome, just, you know, you have the success of the first and you didn't really think about what you were doing. You just did it and it happened the way it happened and people decided they were into it. Whereas the second one, there's a lot more, you know, expectations and pressure that you put on yourself. And now you feel like there's a certain benchmark and everything has to be at this level. And sometimes that can be counterproductive to creativity. Oh, definitely. definitely. But, um, you know, I, I just kind of took my time and um, made it how I wanted. And I'm really happy with the way it turned out. So can you walk me through just a little bit of your creative process? Like, like how does, like, how do you start with a song? Like, Yeah, well, for me, as a producer, I like to... First of all, I need to feel inspired and often to feel inspired, I need to be on the move. I find it difficult to be inspired if I'm staying in the same place. You know, I need to be traveling. Uh, often I'll just fly to different places by myself with my laptop or like go for a drive somewhere and um, you know, pull up a, you know, like, a, like a, one of the songs on the record I did in a little cabin in the woods just because I wasn't feeling inspired. So I kind of went somewhere different. But I think, you know, for me, like I like to start with drums a lot of the time uh, or sometimes some kind of sample or some kind of manipulated sound. I really like to spend a lot of time on the tones and textures in the audio. So uh, finding interesting tones is a really inspiring place for me to start. You know, not generic kind of instruments, uh, something that doesn't really sound like it's from this world. That's kind of what I go for. Really otherworldly. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, uh, so I've heard the story behind the title skin for your album you think you could tell me that yeah well throughout the writing process i hadn't really felt like i was completely in my own skin the whole time i was you know there were definitely highs moments and low moments moments where i felt really creative and moments where i was stressing out you know oh my god i have to deliver this thing and there's all these people waiting and i go on facebook and people are like where's the new music where's the new music on instagram hurry up and release new music it's like <laughs> so um there was definitely some stress there but i think uh for me, like on the other side of it, I really wanted to make music that felt like felt like I felt like skin was really kind of it's the biggest organ in the body and it's quite strange and yeah, it's really intimate and personal. And that's kinda of how I wanted the music to come across. A little like weird and but organic and um, alive. Alive. Yeah. So electronic but really alive with a heart. So as as we wrap this up, because you know, I know you got a you got a sold out show waiting for you out there at the complex. Knowing what you know now. If you could go back in time and like change anything, like what do you wish you know now that you wish you knew in the past? Hmm. Meaning, like you know, knowing what you've been through now, everything that you've gone through. Yeah. Uh, what's something like say say there's a young artist out there who you know they want to do what you do. Yeah. Knowing what you know now, is there anything that you wish you had known when you first started out? You know, there were moments where I thought I was so stressed out about you know doing new music the second record that i thought maybe i'll never be able to write music ever again like genuine thoughts you know creative block and uh you know if i knew that it's just a phase you're going to go through it that's what happens you're an artist that's what happens i think that would be uh just don't stress don't stress too much just let it happen so don't stress the creative process don't, like, don't beat yourself up about don't it stress the creative process you know it'll only do the opposite of what you want if you do stress you know definitely Definitely. Awesome, man. Thank you. Great. Thanks a lot.
What's going on? It's Wayne with 97.1 GHT iHeartRadio. We are here with the man, Flume himself. How you doing, dude? Hello, hello. I'm good. Dude, it's so awesome to have you here in Salt Lake City. And I mean, I can't believe I'm here with the, the one and only. So, dude, this is your first time here. It's it's awesome. We were talking about you snowboarding and stuff. You haven't snowboarded here, but you snowboarded in like Lake Tahoe and stuff. Lake Tahoe, yeah, for three days. Dude, I love it. That's the way to do it, bro. That's the way to do it. So, um, how did you come up with the name Flume? Actually, it came off a Bon Iver song. It was uh, called Flume. But mainly, I wanted a word, you know, I wanted a name that sounded like the music I was making. I felt like Flume just sounded right. Kind of rolled off the tongue. Rolled off the tongue. It it looked good as well on paper. You know, like five letters, capital, lowercase, just looked nice from a typography perspective. Okay, that's dope, dude. And then what's the inspiration behind your your album art and stuff? It's really cool. Tip. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Uh, Well, I was working with the the artist Jonathan Zawada, and he, I just love his work. I've always loved his work. And he got on board for this album, and he got, you know, he did the cover, and he's done all the live visuals and uh, helped design the structure and the desk and he's basically the aesthetic of the project right now and uh, I just yeah I love the way he combines the organic elements and the synthetic elements and those are like snapdragons then right is, is that we were trying to guess what kind of flower they were like were they like snapdragons on the on the cover I don't know what snapdragons are. <laughs> yeah. I know. We were, snapdragons. Some kind of flower. Yeah, I need to become a botanist. That's what we were talking about. Our engineer's like, dude, figure it out, bro. <laughs> um, and then I saw that you uh, you worked with Chet Faker. What was that like, dude? He's cool. Yeah, he's great. Nick's, um, Nick's a funny dude. We, uh, we did an EP together a couple of years back. We uh, rented out a holiday home, which we didn't even rent it out. We went on... Uh, one of Nick's friends hooked us up with a little house by the beach and we went there for four days and just wrote a song every day and Drop the Game was one of them and it just happened. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy how quick we just, uh, I guess we've got a good thing going on. And what was the, what's the inspiration behind Never Be Like You in, in working with Kai? How was that? Well, working with Kai is awesome. She's a super talented, amazing voice. We uh, sent some ideas back and forth online. And then we got together in the studio in New York and we didn't, we'd never met each other. So we decided, you know, let's go out and hang out because to do music straight up like that, like a cold meet can be kind of difficult. I, I find it, it's important to get to know one another. So yeah, we went out and just hung out and uh, got some food and we ended up going to a, uh, there was a, like a tarot card reader. We were just in New York and there's a sign for tarot card reading. We thought, yeah, why not? That sounds kind of fun. So we went and did that. And apparently I'm going to have three kids. Oh, no way. No way. Did it say how soon? <laughs> it did not. Okay, so that's still up in the air then. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out then, dude. But at least you know it's three. They didn't say sons or daughters. Didn't say. Okay. <laughs> All right, dude. And then you're obviously you're from Australia, dude, which is so cool, man. What part of Australia are you from? I'm from Sydney. Oh, no way. So did you ever get to go to like the Olympics and stuff? Yeah, yeah, in 2000. <laughs> You're like, I was a little kid. I was yeah, still yeah. little. Yeah, oh, that's cool, man. All right. And then uh, one last question here. Um, well, a couple questions, actually, that some of the listeners like. Like, what was your favorite uh, board game as a kid or just game in general? <laughs> <laughs> Does Connect 4 count as a board game? Does he, Emma? Yeah, I love that game. Yeah. I, I lose that in a lot. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then favorite food, dude? Uh, oh, it's tough. 
pesto pasta, spaghetti carbonara. Yeah, a couple of different things. So there's a lot to go in there then. There's a, of, there's a lot of things that are coming to my mind right now. Okay. Well, dude, I'm right there with you, bro. And then what do you plan on doing right after the tour? Do you have any plans like cruises or just hanging out in bed and just being like, I'm going to relax or what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go hang out at home and go surfing, but that's not, that's not for a while now. Yeah, because you guys are, it's a different season over there right now then, right? It's winter here, it's summer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backwards for us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, man, I, in my time off, I'm not even sure. I haven't even thought about it yet. Yeah, there's, there's so little of it. It's manic till the end of the year. We've got, uh, I think I've got two weeks at home the, for the rest of the year. Oh, just two? Just two, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right? Justin, something like that. He's staying on the grind right there. Yeah, hey. It's good. And hey. Keeping busy. It's, uh, it's, it's fun, you know. When you're doing what you love, man. That's it. That's it. And, and we're getting a great response, especially in the States. So it's really cool. Well, dude, keep on killing it. It's so awesome to be here with you. And thanks for taking the time to be with us, too, man. We really appreciate it. Nice to meet you. All right. And hopefully we'll see you here again. I see trees of green, red roses, too. I see them bloom for me. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed days, the dark sacred night. And I think to myself, 